Very special day today. Well, I don't know if you knew this. I doubt you expected it. Hmm. Uh, we've obviously been having some visitors on the show, some guests on the show recently. And the people out there appear to be just loving it. Just really into it. Yeah, it's a That's what time. I'm hearing. All the feedback I'm getting mm-hmm. is that is uh, people are saying it's to the moon. Is that what they say? Well, I don't know. They put their rocket ship and all that. Oh, okay. You're talking about crypto. That makes sense. Stocks. And... Anyway, so we got to keep it going, and the audience gets to meet all kinds of characters that exist around this space. And today, they're going to have the privilege of bumping into the one and only Vin. This is the point where you just hold the camera on him for a moment. <laughs> for those that Brutal. don't, for those that don't know, uh, Vin is my brother. Um, he's been around the studio. He is an expert on uh, NFTs and Kijiji. These are his uh, category, <laughs> categories. Passionate. Maybe there's some others. I don't know. What I don't know. Politics. He's he claimed today's is going to be a politics show. Mm. So we're dead. No, we're not. We're not doing that. Okay, thank God. We're not doing that. And I don't know, maybe a couple other things. Certainly technology can't be avoided, so that's where we're at today. That's where we kick it off. Uh, We have some new images of what the iPhone 13 is going to look like, supposedly. Um, Better than a render, maybe, because it's a physical component. It could be fake. Who really knows? Well, I'm not saying it is. It's from a leaker by the name of Duan, Duan Rui. Huh. He uh, he shared some images here. The best look yet at Apple's redesigned notch for the iPhone 13. And not only is it shrunken on this, by the way, this is a screen protector, presumably from a manufacturer getting way out in front of some next product. <clears throat> and I know you and I, we talk about the notch. Notch top. But really on the front of a phone, that's all the ID. That's the whole identifier mm-hmm. is this particular shape. So when you see it, it really uncovers for you what the you know front is going to look like. There's really nothing else, there's nothing else there. And now you see you have a bunch of cutouts for a variety of sensors. So presumably Apple shrinks everything, fits it all in there without a compromise to face ID, which is so important to them. Lots of rumors about having other unlocking potential in there, possibly uh, adding, I don't know. There were rumors about them adding Touch ID as well. That's oh, yeah. in China, by the way. You see the Billy Billy down there. Oh. I don't even know if you can still find Unbox Therapy on Billy Billy. Maybe. Some of those videos are up there. Yeah. You want to weigh in on that, Vin? They're there. They're there. Wow. Okay. Vin coming in with a China report. Real quick. Oh, that's another thing you're an expert on. I'm going to add that. NFTs, Kijiji in China. That's anything else you want to put in there? Oh, fast food, maybe? I mean, you were just explaining the rotisserie subway thing to me. (laughs) I wouldn't say fast food. Good deals on fast food. Good deals. Okay. Fast food hacks. Fast food life hacks. hacks. It's fast food hacks. Yeah. All right, so the rotisserie thing at Subway, 
Hopefully somebody is watching here who <laughs> works at Subway or knows something about Subway because the guy blew up on Subway. Uh, Willie Do's new favorite segment on YouTube is POV fast food. Yeah. Have you seen this yet, Vin? No. So this is the this will be a guy. What did you just search? Oiv fast oh. fids. Wow. <laughs> He's is, uh, <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, for one, Vin, fat, uh, Subway has been hurting because of the COVID stuff. They close a ton of stores. So it's a good thing you're over there <clears throat> ordering your rotisserie and keeping things moving. So what? They have a pro. They're not. <clears throat> you can't. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, you don't uh, want that. Uh, no. So. So why, there's a couple, there's it, some viral content that has come up on YouTube and TikTok recently, which will be an employee at Subway or a different fast food place wearing a GoPro and just going through their daily activities Oh, and, and describing their customers, typically in a voiceover after the fact, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the trending page on YouTube has been full of these uploads recently. And so... That's why I got curious when you do your special rotisserie order, if the person behind your behind your back is like, why is this guy always customizing these things? No, I I think uh I I no, I believe it's not a it's not an advertised option, but <laughs> what I get. <laughs> but I mean, he, he... Go ahead, Vinny. No, okay, the, first of all... The only thing he'll ask about is the bacon, if I want the bacon <laughs> on it, but... Uh... Oh, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, Vin's recommendation, get yourself rotisserie chicken, no bacon. That's the claim. You well, know, no, just... He doesn't well, want to pay the signature if, price. No, no, I think I still get charged. I'm just getting the rotisserie chicken... Go and ahead. then whatever cheese, vegetables, blah, blah blah. But I'm not getting. I believe the sub on the menu is the rotisserie chicken with bacon, maybe something else. But uh, yeah, yeah. What is uh, what is so important about this rotisserie chicken? I think it's their best quality meat. There you go. Yeah, and he's uh, gone on the record. He's made the claims. He's officially stated the best quality meat at Subway is the rotisserie chicken. Uh, and they discontinue to roast beef. So <clears throat> anyway, you can see Vin's contribution is already coming into play here on the show. And we have dipped in and we've dived into wow. one of his areas of expertise. We don't know. They could be bleeding with the rotisserie chicken option. and Bleeding? Well, like, <laughs> I don't, I think it's their most expensive meat. Like, uh, right. You know, I they they would probably want everyone to lean towards the the cold cuts and the the uh, more manufactured chicken. Yeah, lean into the cold cuts. <laughs> <laughs> manufactured chicken. Okay. No, the we sheep got yes, yeah, yeah, we got it, have. man. We got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> All right, there's other rumors with the iPhone 13. Obviously, we're going to get a better display to live under that uh, piece of glass. 120 hertz, finally, maybe, hopefully. Um, I don't know. Let me ask you something, Vin. Getting away from, getting into one of your areas of uh, non-expertise, do you care about having a notch on your phone? Like the, the, only, the only thing I was going to say about this is, aren't, 
the features that would be hidden within this are they they would still be black no yeah so it's not really like your it would it would look exactly like the notch above there but just not as wide oh so you're the size the earpiece and the yeah, earpiece yeah, yeah. you can see that it well, mo moved up a little bit <clears throat> so rather than living in the center of the notch the oh, earpiece yeah, yeah, goes yeah, to the yeah, very yeah. top edge eh, eh. listen i still don't have a problem with the bar on the top and the bottom so you're talking about a no-notch phone. You're talking about an old school, like yeah, a forehead yeah, and a chin. Yeah. I was, it never, you know. What are you using right now? Do you have a forehead and a chin on your phone right now? Uh, well, I would, but I was given a upgraded phone for Christmas, so. Did I give you that phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you have a hole punch phone right now, I guess. <sighs> Yeah. Is it an S10? I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. S10 Plus. But okay. coming from Nokia 8, I think it was. Wow. Loved it. Loved wow. It. Loved it. No love. <laughs> phone got, that phone got no love. Oh. Yeah. But you loved it? But I loved it, yeah. Uh. Uh, uh. Nokia 8, wow. Oh. Sounds like you miss it. Maybe you should. No, I do. Get, I you should give the it. S10 back and oh. go back to the Nokia 8 full time. Wow, that's a throwback right there. Look at the top and bottom. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and they're not winning any screen-to-body ratio awards there. No. It's a big chin on there. But, hey, those were the times. What did you pay for it? Yeah. Do, do, do four? You know, Something four, around four. $400? Yeah. Yeah, a few years back anyway. Yeah. Today's sponsor is DoorDash. This is uh, my go-to as you know, when it comes to food delivery services. Never let me down. I'll tell you what. And it's everything on there. It, whatever. You could be looking for a famous, you know, a world famous type restaurant or the local spot you're looking to support right now, hmm. which is a key. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little story. There's a spot around here. You're probably familiar with it. Uh, shout out uh, Sunny Morning nearby. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you would be, there's one of these spots where they're relying on the delivery right now mm. and the pickups and the takeout orders and things like this. And I'm running into more and more spots like that. Yeah. Local spots that transition to the delivery stuff. And it's one of those ways in which you can keep things rolling for those people, mm. uh, for those businesses, small businesses. I love small businesses. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I never order from the big, the big timers, because I do, but- Whenever possible, I'll, also, I'll mix it up yeah, and, uh, and be eating food from wherever it is. But, I mean, as you can see on the Willie Do's page here, his uh, Beverly Hills selections, it could be pizza, it could be tacos, it could be Chinese food. I was telling you about the Thai food I had the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I had it with the mango salad as well, you know, with the... Uh, Peanuts and cashews, the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I've been through it. I've been over it. Could be a chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's up to you, and that's the beauty of it. And even when you're in a pinch, many times if uh, Vin happens to be over and there's no food preparing, he's a hungry guy. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. And so what I would say is, what are we going to order? And then he would open the app on his phone, but then tell me to order it. 
You what know? would he usually He would go look for? at the menu. He would go for um, some type of chicken wrap, which would have, uh, it would be like a buffalo chicken wrap. Oh, have you yeah. seen one of these? They're very good, yeah. So it would have the sauce on it, like as if it was a chicken wing, but inside it's a chicken tender. I think you're sensing a chicken trend with Vin here, by the way. And uh, it would be wrapped up. There would be lettuce and things in there. Mm -hmm. And then there would be fries on the side. And Sounds that, delicious. And that would show up hot and steamy. And it would solve all of our issues. Now, the other thing I should mention, DoorDash is also doing the local pickups for the convenience store and, and items you, you might need that aren't necessarily from a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a recent addition as well. So if you needed some mm. anything to be picked up, was that you? Pop on to CVS, well. Are you out? Yeah. <laughs> That's this got Vin's attention. Right. He he wants to see what we can get from. Just click right. on CVS there, Will. Uh. Yeah, there you go. Give us a click over here. We're cur Vin's curious. What can you get? Look, you can get anything. Household. What do you need? Mm. Uh, gummy bears. Uh, you know, baby products. You need some diapers. I mean, I need those things sometimes. Look, I mean, what do you need? Under the weather? Are you under the weather? Hmm. Delivered. Quickly. And it's all in one app. So you got something for the food. You got something for the convenience. Uh, you can get the grocery essentials you need with DoorDash too. Drinks, snacks, other household items delivered in under an hour. Very easy. Over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, and Canada, and Australia and you can support your neighborhood go-tos. That's what I said. That's what I've been doing more of lately. Hmm. Uh, or favorite national restaurants. For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. All you got to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the code. Don't forget this code. LOOLATER2021. That's 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOOLATER2021. Don't forget the code. I'll have it in the description as well. Lou later, 2021, 25% off and zero delivery fees. All right, next story. Uh, here's a Huawei-related story. Apparently, I guess I'm being accused here of eavesdropping on Dutch mobile network calls. Hmm. So Dutch mobile, uh, Netherlands, Chinese firm could have been monitoring calls of that network's 6.5 million users without its knowledge, report claims. Is this a concern for you, Vin? Well, could have. I could have, I say, alleged, accused. The report made for CPN by the Cap Gemini consultancy firm in 2010 concluded that the Chinese company could have been monitoring the calls of the provider 6.5 million users without the Dutch company's knowledge. Conversations that Huawei staff in the Netherlands and China could have monitored included calls included calls made by then Prime Minister Jan Peter Balkanade Nend Balkanend and Chinese dissidents, the reports claim. While KPN acknowledged the existence of the report, it said on Monday it had never observed that Huawei took client information, adding that none of its suppliers had unauthorized, uncontrolled, or unlimited access to our networks or systems. Could have. You're right. Key terminology here. Could have. Had the ability to. 
I don't know. With these stories, <clears throat> I mean... Well, the reason could have matters here is because when these countries start to evaluate their security risks... Yeah, yeah. ...could have is bad enough because they would say... But doesn't they would have an argument in parliament or wherever it happens <laughs> to be where they would say, you made a mistake purchasing this equipment. I'm talking internally in their nation. You yeah. made Because, look, they could have done this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You could go either way on it. Yeah, you could. It, it uh... Yeah, I don't know. Well, this whole thing, I mean, it's going to be a topic for what? Next uh next few years here. I mean, who's providing the the hardware, who, you know, political stuff. Did you want to get into stuff? your network issues today? This is your time. Uh, this is your moment to shine. No, well we book well Rogers down since 11 a.m uh i think we're going on what time wow we're, what we're going on five six hours but well what? you see some of the news stories are something or uh starting to come out but i'm like okay the headline rogers outage leaves some canadian customers without phone service twitter would probably dispute that at least the people commenting on Twitter. Uh, the headlines, like, well, you know, it's the same thing. Then you go up, check out Global. I believe, from what I saw, they were owned by Shaw, and Rogers acquired Shaw, or is or in, is in the process. Uh, so Vin's going full. 24, 25 billion. I hope you don't mind if yeah. I paraphrase for you here, Vin. No, no, it, wow, it. Yeah, I do mind, actually. You do mind? <laughs> you have a visitor here first. Like attacked by dogs. Um, basically, what's going on, we have a Rogers service outage. Rogers, for those of you that don't know, major telco carrier here in Canada, nationally. So basically, you have this really big telco, biggest in the country, and the biggest outage I've ever experienced, period, on any network. It's been three, four hours of nothing. No calls, no text, no nada, no connection to the network whatsoever as far as voice or data is concerned. And really a lot of questioning about how or why this is happening. Uh, obviously it happens from time to time. Is there, is there a new tweet here? This is all uh, breaking. No, it was... Uh, five hours ago. Five hours ago. So it's been as long as five hours, even longer than when I first expected it. People are upset... I mean, obviously, they're upset. Well, I saw one guy. He was upset because he had signed up with Shoppers Drug Mart, uh, drugstore, giving out the vaccines to get the uh, text notification for his appointment, which was supposed to be today. Mm. It can interfere that way. Obviously, I mean, me, yeah. No, no calls, no text for anything. Yeah, you could day, have an but, important call. You could have an appointment. Yeah. Uh, so many doctor's appointments are online or not online through the phone now. So you could have had many things scheduled that couldn't take place because many people are relying on that singular connection. They just have the cell connection and that's it. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, here's somebody who says they've been out for 13 hours. I'll take my lost wages via check, please. I mean, there's people probably work over their phone as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So now it, I do recognize there's maybe a workaround what you were getting at. But I don't. I don't know if that. I don't know if everyone has the ability to. Well, uh, Wi-Fi calling. Work. If yeah. you have Wi-Fi, then you can enable Wi-Fi calling and texting, obviously. Or you could use messaging services that are not text. So there are ways around it, but it doesn't change the fact that this is pretty unusual. And Vin's going full conspiracy theory on it because he was like, "Who owns the the company? Well, Rogers owns everything over here." And and he was saying the way they're reporting on it is making it not seem as significant. And he's saying, is that because Rogers owns those various media companies that are talking about it? I don't necessarily think that's the case. Uh, I, it will, the reporting will probably have to escalate in intensity the longer that the uh, connections are down, obviously. <clears throat> and then there's the other aspect, which is there's no real explanation. So it's not like, hey, there was a technical issue. It's not like, hey, there's a storm. It's not like, hey, uh, we're changing a bunch of equipment. It's just, it's almost like, well, there's very little information which lets people's thoughts run wild. Mm -hmm. And Vin's one of these guys, his thoughts are running wild. Right no, now. no. From the minute, wanna, from the minute uh, he stepped in the door today, he says, you see this? Uh, what's going on? Like, he's subdued right now. But, Will, you remember when he came in. Yeah. Well, it's juicy. This whole thing, it's like, what's going on here? Conspiracy. He was fuming. He had steam coming no, out the ears. No. Yeah. He was I mean, red in the face. You can take it to another level... But uh -oh. no, I, well, no, I'm, you know, I'm, but uh, yeah, no, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. You can take it to another level, but you're not going to do that right now. Maybe on the next episode. This is a cliffhanger. <laughs> He's willing to take it to the next level. <laughs> Just not right now. Uh, here's another report from Counterpoint. Techno overtakes Samsung to lead the African smartphone market. <laughs> and Xiaomi doubles its share. Now, wow. here, here's what's crazy, okay? Techno is a company, I've actually looked at their smartphones, mm -hmm. did a, a giveaway of a bunch of them, which feels like a long time ago. I guess it was the beginning of COVID. So, obviously, uh, Unbox Therapy is responsible for this growth. No, I'm kidding. They... They have just hyper-focused on this specific market and this specific feature set, uh, unlike other companies or brands. They've gone out and, well, they landed themselves over here on Unbox Therapy. They made moves to make it happen. They uh, got some endorsement deals domestically with some pretty big stars over there as well. I'm not saying it's all marketing. Also, the feature set is what people, like, I mean, this device had a, had a motorized camera and it was we never saw a motorized camera in a device at that price previously at least i hadn't anyway uh Tranchin holdings has been the market leader in africa for a while now if you combine its three brands it has techno itel and infinix these three brands gives it the largest market share in the continent however in 2020 is the first time that any one of its brands took the top spot from samsung and look, this is going to be Africa's and uh, going to, it already is, but increasingly becoming an important market for smartphones. We obviously saw what happened in India. So many people coming into the uh, smartphone segment, customers uh, gravitating towards smartphones. And uh, Africa is moving in the same direction 
According to Counterpoint Report, Techno toppled Samsung's claim to top spot. The smartphone brand saw its market share rise to 18%, even though the market was uh, dropping due to COVID, all that stuff. So market was a bit sluggish, but still they were able to grow their percentage of market share up. I mean, it was a tight race prior to that. You look at 2019, they were only one point behind Samsung, and then they go in there and pass them. Uh, for me, what this shows... What this showcases is how when you go into a market, and I, I believe that OnePlus kind of pulled this off in India as well. When you go into a market hyper-focused on the spec sheet you need and the price you need to hit in order to uh, attract that customer base, you get results mm-hmm. as opposed to necessarily trying to market the exact same device everywhere. Mm-hmm. And We've, we've seen this take place in India with all the sub-brands and all the very specific products for that market. In some cases, products that we were like, damn, that thing would do well elsewhere from a value proposition standpoint. China already has that going on. There's plenty of devices that either uh, launch there first or launch there exclusively that are for that market and so on and so forth. And I suppose uh, there are a couple exceptions that end up doing well everywhere. <clears throat> And Samsung, for their part, they keep trying to come up with all their variety of sub-brands by putting different letters there. Yeah, the A line and the M line. But the question is, what is the better move? Is Samsung about to to take note of what's going on in these markets and potentially do its own sub-brand? Could you see it happening? That they would just say, well, this isn't distinctive enough. I mean, Samsung's a whole different level, right, from a... From the standpoint of clout and, and brand sure. awareness. But you're saying just give up on the cheap phones? No, 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 no. the no, less no. expensive phones? No, no, no. Not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just discussing the different marketing. Oh, if they, well, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe they just give up on the less expensive phones. No, no, no. But they're not going to do that. That's actually the uh, majority of their market now. It's in the cheaper phones? Yeah, absolutely. It's not in the flagships. They're moving a ton of units. So it's just volume? A-series, and- M-series in India. A-series everywhere else. A-series even here, uh, even in places in, in North America. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, the Vivos and the Oppos and the OnePlus, they, they're young companies that are quite nimble. Like, they are experimental. They right. can try new things. So, good for them. They can go into a market and then just, like, pinpoint exactly what they want. Yeah, well, the market. This, that's, that's the example here of Techno, Itel, and Infinix. Mm-hmm. There, there's a similar play that's going on there. But uh, the, the, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think it's better to be to have a cheaper series under the Samsung brand name? Or is it worth considering having a complete sub? Because it happens in the auto industry. Sure, yeah. It happens all over the place where you go with a different distinctive name, which opens up other potentials for brand awareness and things. Mm. I think Samsung's uh, too valuable. Here, here, here let, me just, let me just put this one other way. I don't think you can give that up. Let me just put this one other way. Is it possible that if you buy a low-end Samsung device, you kind of feel you're reminded of the fact that you did not get the premium Samsung device because you know it's not the best thing they make mm-hmm. versus if you get a distinctive device like from Techno, you can purchase their top-end right. device for the price of a sub 
flagship from Sam. Do you see what I'm saying here? Like you have an awareness that Samsung makes a device at the same price point as, and OnePlus used to be like this before they went yeah, flagship, flagship level as well. Killer. You kind of knew that the brand, what the entire word meant, was value for money. Yeah. So I think typically it goes the other way though. Maybe they'll release a premium brand with a different or slightly different name. Oh, but you're talking about automotive now. You're talking about Gen you're talking about Genesis, Genesis. Genesis, they tried to do it, but uh I don't know. I mean it uh th that's the thing. I think you you're 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 I mean your the ability to get something more affordable but still have that quality associated with that that you know less expensive well i'm curious product. i'm curious to see what happens in africa specifically if the likes of uh oppo and xiaomi if they go into africa with sub brands in the same way they did india mm. and attempt to target directly the techno itel uh infinix who are obviously doing quite well uh here's a new device from fitbit is called the lux and this is a fashion-focused fitness band. It's a premium price for a fitness band at 150 bucks. It offers up to five days of battery life. But the key thing here is this is the device, apparently, for people who do not like to wear watches but want all the fitness tracking aspects. They want something very slim and light that isn't full watch status hmm. but doesn't feel cheap like some fitness bands are so they got the metal components and the slightly uh what was more premium sure. uh, look and feel to it uh yes fashion focus take on the inspire 2 and it will be available for pre-order april 19th for 150 bucks including six months of fitbit premium service they also launched a new mindful method program created by deepak chopra that packs in 30 audio and video sessions on, on mindfulness. Well, Oh, okay. Anyway, wow, I, I, thought, I thought this would, yeah, there's a lot of accessories and bands and n maybe not everybody wants to wear a watch. That's kind of what, why I thought this was interesting. I don't mind wearing a watch. I actually, in some cases, if I don't have a watch on, I feel like I'm missing something. But I've gone through phases of wanting to put a watch on, not wanting to put a watch on. I think that this is an interesting, particularly in fitness, you might not want a big bulky thing there. Uh, but it's not short on sensors either. The Lux can track, can track breathing pattern, resting variable heart rate, skin temperature, mood, sleep, and menstrual cycles. In fact, that's on top of stress management activity. Like it can do all the typical stuff. So you're not really giving up too many features, even though the size has shrunk down. Obviously, you have a smaller display. So now the question for you guys is, first of all, do you wear a watch? If you don't, why don't you? Bulky. <laughs> bulky. So there you. Bulky. So you are in the market then. No, I, I think this is a great idea. You're because, in the market. Um, it reminds me of the Fitbit Alta, Alta HR, which had the same kind of footprint as uh, this new band. Um, it was really skinny, mm -hmm. and obviously it didn't have, like, color, but it had a fitness tracking in general. Oh, yeah. Which was, it was a nice little, like, thing that you just put on your wrist. Well, my, my, heavy. my kids used the non-Lux version of this, which is the Inspire. You can bring it up here. It's, it's a cheaper 
Or do they are they still yeah, go to trackers. Let's see here. Now their screen is not as nice as that one. Obviously, the device is not as expensive either. Inspire 2. Yeah. But the, the functionality is roughly right. is roughly the same. It's actually on sale right now over there. Yeah. All right, Vin, same question to you. Are you wearing a watch currently? And if not, why aren't you? Uh no. Uh, <laughs> riveting. <laughs> you no, like are, are they it. not calling this a watch? They're calling it a track, a fitness tracker, okay. or a fitness band is what they usually call this form All factor. Right. Maybe that's more accurate. It's it. You know. Okay. Why aren't it, you wearing a watch right now? Uh. Ew. Honestly, once everything started, it just, you know. What started? Uh, you started going downhill? Lock, no, just uh, lockdowns, COVID. I, you know, I, I, uh, I watch, <laughs> I watch. I don't know. Did your watches it's get locked like down? What, no, no, but no. Nah, oh, you haven't been leaving the house enough. Is that what well, you're trying to say? Anything. I mean, the. But yeah, I guess maybe even before that, I, I, I've slow, honestly, I would, you know, I would wear watch if I was going out for, uh, you know, pre-COVID activity stuff, but. Is it like. So a, for showing off. Not showing off. I mean, to, well, partly. <laughs> And, and function. If I had it on, I, I'm more. I'm more. I'm looking at my watch for time versus my phone for time. But yeah. it, I mean, I mean, you it, de you definitely don't need one, but there is still a convenience factor. You always have your phone on you, so there it's not, is. There is. But I mean, if you're trying to sell me on getting into this, I don't know. I think something bigger would have to happen for me to. You're not interested in any of the tracking at all. What about sleep? Would you be curious if you weren't breathing oh, during sleep? Probably a nightmare. Yeah, so you should check. But it's cool. I, yeah, I It'll, know, but... The sleep tracking just... with the SpO2 will tell you your oxygen level during sleep, peaks and valleys, if you stopped breathing. I think I would just get a sleep apnea machine or something. No, but you don't need to the machine. Do, you got to check but, first if it's even necessary. Oh, it's necessary. So you aren't breathing at night? I More air couldn't hurt. Right. Yeah. So you're you're if you had to guess right now, you would say you're probably lacking oxygen. No, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it that far. Okay. I, I'm just saying maybe my sleep could be better. Mm. Wow. I can't I can't say for certain because I haven't experienced the uh Do you snore machine? I don't think so, no. No. Is there anyone that can so. report on that? Have you ever heard otherwise? Never had complaints. And I think I, I, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain I don't snore. Okay. Nah. All right. Well, I still think it's, uh, these things are kind of fun and cool and they increasingly add features. I mean, uh, like I said, some of this SPO2 stuff, heart rate variability is interesting. If you're into uh, working out at all, it can tell you what kind of state you're in. If you're, if you're sluggish, you can see evidence for the, for yeah. a reason why. The five-day battery life is a big plus. If you yeah. get through a day, like, that's good. 
For sure. Actually, if you uh, want even better battery life, you can give up the really nice display. And on the other model, it's uh, it's 10 on the uh, Inspire. So, but it, oh. the screen is not as nice and it's nowhere near as luxurious. So yeah, Fitbit does do some things right as far as battery life is concerned. There's a but has anyone Few been doing to choose from. something other than wrist, or do you need you need no? Wrist? Um, well, some a company is doing something other than my mind just said. Let's move. By the way, a uh, a company called Whoop is doing a strap that isn't even a watch, and everything, all your data, you have to uh, look for in the app afterwards or during. You just boot up your phone and it tells you everything you need to know. Uh, this one. They were uh, buying a bunch of advertising on Rogan's podcast and elsewhere. I mean, they got athletes involved. I don't know if some of these athletes are investors in the company or just endorsing it, but... So you're wearing it on your chest. Willie Dew's going to get you a picture here. Don't worry. He's going to have to scroll down, I'm guessing. Oh, well, there you go. even look like wrist. Ah, still wrist. Oh, Jesus. But it's a really plain... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost fabric. yeah. That you wear, and it has uh, it, it has in, it has a similar set. There's a golfer, Finn. You're a yeah. big golf guy. You know what they? You know what? If they started like if your clothing had that type of stuff embedded, like the around your wrist or around your uh, okay, then uh, now you're interested. No, if I was, well, see, this is this is maybe even more low key than a fit than a fitness band with a screen, if you. And yeah, the battery is. life, I think, is is long on there as well. But that one has a subscription fee. Yeah, not a fan. You're not going to pay a subscription uh, no. fee. So yeah. Fitbit also has a subscription fee, but it's only for certain premium features. It works out of the box without it. But anyway, there's another option for people. Uh, Fitbit, now a Google company. Expect to, I suppose, to see a lot of products getting rolled out from them. Uh, Microsoft is launching... Netflix for gaming. It's Netflix for gaming service. Everyone loves that terminology. I've used it in the past. It's a simplified way of describing what they're doing. They've been doing what they're doing for a while with the cloud gaming service. Honestly, it would probably be doing better if it was just called Netflix for gaming. I don't think legally they can call it that because instead it's had a bunch of different names. Even you, Willie, I remember you showing me these things. You're like, hey, try this out. I'm like, what is it? You're like, it's X Cloud Beta. I'm like, what? And then you're like, no, 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 it's cloud, it's streaming. No, 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 it's Xbox, whatever. Yeah, it was a lot of naming conventions, but it seems like they figured it out. Xbox Cloud Gaming? Yeah. What are they going to call it? What are they what actually going to call it? Or is it still going to be xCloud? Oh, it's beta. <laughs> it's still, yeah, Cloud Gaming Beta with Xbox Game Pass, otherwise known as xCloud previously. Good. Uh, it's a lot of different... It would be nice if it had some some name other than those names. But anyway, I know it's complicated because it's it comes with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You can play over 100 games on uh, Android. But actually, it's coming. That's the key with this story. It's coming to iPhone and PC this week. Oh, and wow. that was a big issue was getting other game services onto iPhone mm. was a problem because the App Store didn't want to let it happen. And then there was workarounds like launching a browser window to stream this for the variety of games on other game services uh, now i don't know if they're going to get it on there natively the service will be invite only to start and 
will you be able to download an app natively or will you need to use a browser? Uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming was on track to launch on iPhones way earlier, but then it ran into issues uh, forcing companies to use web browsers to redesign their services to circumvent the App Store rules. You couldn't have an app launching what the App Store would consider to be other apps in the form of each game streaming. Now, some people argued, well, then how do you allow Netflix? Because that's launching different movies in the mo- and there's all kinds of special deals Amazon has with the App Store when the big players are involved. Mm-hmm. They were saying it should have been similar with the game services, but don't we don't have to go down the whole Epic Games. There's a lot going on with that. Um, so it sounds under the rules, Microsoft, Google, and other companies with similar services would have to offer each game as an individual download instead of offering a complete library. Um. So are they doing it in the browser or what are they doing on iOS? Were you able to find that? Um, it's Microsoft said it would begin to roll out the service in 22 countries and will continue to invite new users. So it's it's invite only for the time being. Yeah, I don't say anything about iOS, at least in their I'm guessing too. it's going to be browser-based. I'm guessing that they were just spending time getting it to work properly on an iPhone in the browser. That's my guess. Because obviously that's what Stadia had to do. But somebody's already screaming and yelling and commenting what's going to be necessary. But either way, who cares if it works? Obviously, a separate app would be ideal if they can figure it out. Oh, yeah, there you go. Through uh, X, Xbox Cloud Gaming will op- operate entirely through the web on the iOS uh, mobile Safari browser. Okay, cool. That's what I figured. Hmm. Um. Okay, so... I've said for a while that I think game streaming services have tremendous potential. If somebody can really deliver the experience of Netflix for gaming, as it's stated here in the title, uh, I feel I would try and play more games Mm -hmm. if I could just click and play and just have it as a monthly thing and not even think about the payment and everything else. Mm -hmm. You got to have the bandwidth in order to do it, obviously. But having it across devices seems like a very convenient thing. Question for you. Uh, are you going to, is this going to be for you? Are you going to try out this service right here? <laughs> yeah, all of this. All right, is this, um, did this tickle you the right way? Well, this is like the future of gaming, right? Okay. Just no installation, no buying things. Right. It's just, you just pick up your phone and you just play. You just play. Um, they have to have a good lineup, which mm. I feel like it's Microsoft. They do. They have over 100 games right now yeah. on Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, and now keep in mind, it's not just pick up your phone and play. It's going to work on your tablet, sure. your PC, or your Xbox as well. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. All right, Vin. Given the pitch. Hey, man. Given the pitch. <laughs> you have to bite your own lip there. Given the pitch here, uh, um, what would you be willing to pay for something like this? On demand, oh. streaming a game. Oh, oh, it's painful. He can't pay any more services. He has too many services. It's costing too much every month. He can't subscribe to another thing. I know. You buy time, games. It's time commitment. It's time commitment. It's not that difficult. You sit down and you go, how many hours do I have in the day? And I, I, my, I'm fulfilled with one game every once in a while. So, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it, to me, 
but I mean, yeah, obviously to have a similar experience to Netflix where you're going through titles and they'll have featured products and previews and it'll all look And you great just click and, play. Yeah. But well, I mean they, they can't I think there there's gotta be like you can't be hopping into for like hopping into a you know fourteen hour experience or something. Maybe maybe if there's like short experiences. Like well it I could know, it could it could completely but, overhaul the game industry. Let's say it is widely adopted. You could have a scenario in which game developers actually put together shorter experiences because there's an outlet for it. Because in the past, like you think about like in a Netflix original series, it's from the ground up for yeah. that platform. So if all of a sudden game streaming is the way that people are doing it, you could have smaller, more indie style projects approaching different things that could lend. I'm not saying they're doing that. I don't know what the plans are. They did go out and buy Bethesda or whatever the parent Zenimax, the developer. They could be looking at exclu exclusive things to launch on, on a streaming service. That could be built from the ground up for it. It is a thought. Anyway, before we move on to the next subject, you said you're playing a game every so often. What is what are those titles that people obviously want to know? You can't just leave them like that. What, no, the what new, games the are you new, playing? The new golf. I haven't got it yet, though. But I'm going to be pressured into getting it. Nice. It, the title is The New Golf? <laughs> uh, 2K. The 2K21. Uh, 2K uh whichever yeah pj 2k21 i yeah. see okay PGA nine out of ten on steam <laughs> all right who's okay. that on the cover do you know who that is i can't see he's got some flashy pants justin thomas yeah yeah you're a big golf guy then no go online play with friends <sighs> okay you got friends Finn? yeah good for you all right, this next one ratchets things up a notch. Peloton is in hot water. They have a new treadmill. <laughs> Easy. Somebody died, Vin. Oh, jeez. A toddler died. Well, what? You're cracking up over there. Holy cow. Well, you okay, got to wait for a second no, here. No, but I, okay, that's, I know, but like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. The setup for the whole thing. No, I like, know. I hear you. I hear very, you. I hear you. It's, okay, especially um, with. It's the. Clickbait I, yeah. of the title. Uh -huh. I blame the title. No, well, look at the guy's honest. face too, and Peloton, and <laughs> yeah. So they uh, obviously they became a bit of a meme when that commercial came out. And it's also just people are ordering this stuff like crazy. All the gyms are shut down. It's the hot thing to do. Uh, whether it's the their spin bike, which started the whole thing. This is their new product, the treadmill, and uh, it's been having a couple of issues. Now things escalated really quickly. So. The there have been reports. First of all, they for their part, they're kind of saying, uh, this is not that big of a deal, right? Which is, I don't know, yeah. that's not necessarily a good look, but they're just saying that I, I, I'm presume what their defense is is that like this could happen with a lot of these types of products, sure. Peloton is, is obviously a kind of a nice, so for the audio target listeners, the title. Oh, do we not uh, say this yet? I don't think so. Uh, Peloton treadmill appears to swallow child in terrifying video. Yes, the toddler. Okay, so you can play, I guess, a bit of the video. It's uh, it's not that bad. It actually good on this little guy because oh my God. he 
thumbnail. He okay. I mean, the thumbnail basically tells the whole story, and he Jeez. is able to get himself out of there, which is incredible. I'm just gonna oh say it straight God. away because I don't want anyone traumatized having having to to watch it. But <laughs> I mean, the you, thumbnail. You can skip through a few of the frames, which should be sufficient here. In in and and actually, this video is uploaded from the Consumer Product Safety Commission in the United States, and they're the ones saying if you have children, get rid of this product. What? Wow. Absolutely. No. Yes. Okay. So how is this any different from other treadmills? That's what. what I, that's what I don't know. I feel like couldn't this happen? I think the auto shut off should have kicked in, and that's based and on tension or something. Like how does how does I'm, it determine oh. when to turn off? Okay. Well, give us a little bit of the clip. Okay. Here. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's he's gonna no, just skip I know, through it. But I already it, watched it. It's not kids playing around on a treadmill right off the bat. Is like a it, bad is a bad <laughs> idea. Absolutely. So first off, it's the ball. He has a giant inflatable ball, and it gets trapped somewhat under the. And now I've seen these balls get gobbled up and yes. spit out because, by yeah because of the friction. It's exactly. like these rubber balls. So the ball is what he's playing with, and he just puts himself in a terrible position at the base of the treadmill where the ball is is getting swallowed under, but his arms go with it. And now his head is kind of pinned against the edge of the treadmill, which is still running. It hasn't stopped yet, even though pr presumably the angle of it is off because there's a ball jammed underneath it. So you would presume... Now I don't know how you uh, the, all the programming required to in order to have this type of shut off and what the other products on the market have for this purpose. Oh. But eventually his whole body ends up getting and his neck is oh. in a terrible angle here. That's hard to see. Very hard to see, and he goes completely underneath it. And but the the coolest part is he's able to get himself out. He's got one shoe left on. <laughs> and he's got the i mean you look at this and you're like man he's got the whole weight of the treadmill on there it's eating him yeah <laughs> yeah how, how did it move like a foot to the a, exactly the, without shutting off it still didn't <laughs> shut off right I, I guess at maybe at the and again look this is one video clip um we i do feel the need to say it that it's uh it's a well, that's a lawsuit right there. It, it definitely, you you understand a problem here. Uh, you you understand a problem. Uh, here. Well, I don't. I think they would have a defense. No, like I mean, of course. How are you supposed to build a product to? Wow. Okay, it's complicated. But to Look, fight against someone climbing underneath, it's the shut off. I'm telling you, the the, the the thing, it has to have some sort of a shut off mechanism. If it senses weirdness and look at the location of it. It's okay, fully the elevation moved. when it moved upward, when the back I don't lifted, know exactly. You put some sort of a gyroscope out yeah, accelerometer yeah, in there so that yeah. if the, the angle of it is weird, it just shuts off because it's obviously been lifted by something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but again, I don't know the extent of it. I gotta put the disclaimer in there. I don't I don't own a treadmill. I haven't I don't know the other products on the market and what they implement technology-wise as far as shutoffs are concerned, but this was obviously enough for the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission to urge parents to stop using the product immediately. And it's not just this video clip. Uh, it's important to note that some child, a toddler, has died because of this. All right? So... Not this one. Not this one. Not this video clip. You don't have to feel bad. He gets himself out. I'm sure he's bawling his eyes out, but he, he was able to get himself out. And uh, uh, so the official line here, well, let's see what they said. Uh, the staff said, stop using the product immediately. 
posed serious risk to children for abrasions, fractures, and death. The agency wrote, citing multiple reports of children trapped under the rear roller. Those who want to keep the device should use it in a locked room without children present because having an adult there may not prevent serious injury. So no children in the room, basically, is what they're saying. And locked door. And locked door. Now, Peloton responded. They said that the warning is inaccurate and misleading. Here's their quote. There's no reason to stop using the Tread Plus as long as all the warnings and safety instructions are followed. So here's your legal aspect. They probably say in the disclaimer, like they probably have a paperwork that comes with it, that if you bring a giant inflatable ball, you're no longer covered, whatever. Children under 16 should never use the Tread Plus and members should keep children, pets, and objects away from the Tread Plus at all times. They called their customers members, you see. Because you had the subscription service as well. With the capital M. Yeah. Now, Peloton is obviously disputing the thing. They're upset about it. And there's going to be a lot of problems here because who's which parent is going to not want to heed the warning? Has and, anyone done a commercial with that song? And What song? Oh, well, on TikTok? Their, uh, it's someone will eventually do something, I assume. It's uh, ripe for... So anyway, I just need to be clear on this because I know I said it. Uh, dozens of similar instances have taken place and one death have spurred the regula- regulator's issue. This is uh, via HuffPost. So uh, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't saying something that hadn't been reported. Oh, yeah, I, I really wonder how many uh, <clears throat> treadmill accidents there are. Lots. I bet you as far I as... I feel like Peloton is just like... You know, they got caught. They, they got targeted. Yeah, well, it's the same thing when a Tesla crashes, sure, and it's yeah. just a more high-profile uh, company. But I bet you, and insurance companies would know this. Once you bring one of those things into the house, how how it weighs mm. uh, next to the stove and the mm. dishwasher, and like as far as dangerous appliances are concerned. But it appears to be mostly an issue with kids in this particular case. But I got to think people who own this thing are. I'm gonna have to pay some attention at least. Yeah. Uh, have either of you guys ever heard of something called the Brazil nut effect? Uh, no. Okay, so if you order some, if you purchase some mixed nuts uh. that happen <laughs> to have Brazil nuts in them, the Brazil nuts will be on the top of the container. Hmm. This is the Brazil nut effect. They weren't placed there. There is a complex explanation as to how the Brazil nuts always end up on the top. And it has to do with size and friction and density. They will be squeezed to the top by a variety of other smaller nuts over time, given a certain amount of movements and placements. Mm. The big nuts end up on top. Is that fascinating or what? Sure. From Let's a, hear it. Okay, so now on video for the first time, a team of scientists from the University of Manchester in England has captured the complicated dynamics that cause the Brazil nut effect. According to a new paper published in, uh, in the Journal of Scientific Reports, they had to put the nuts under an actual, um, uh, what is the scan, CT machine. In order to capture what's going on, they, they place a mixture of peanuts and Brazil nuts inside a shear box with the Brazil nuts initially at the bottom. 
They placed the shear box inside a CT machine and conducted 181 scans as the box shook up the mixed nuts with one shear cycle between each scan to create the time-lapse video. As expected, over time, the peanuts in the mix percolated down, percolated down, while several larger Brazil nuts gradually rose upwards. They found that after about 70 shear cycles for the first, it took 70 shear cycles for the first Brazil nut to reach the top, 10% of the bed of mixed nuts. Hmm. This is fascinating stuff right here. I wish they had like a time lapse video or something. They do. That's what I just said. Oh, is... Yeah. This if they the had a, a transparent container. Or... Oh, yeah. Here it or is. Would it... yeah. Sorry. I thought you were playing it the whole time I was talking there, Will. <laughs> I was thought this was an ad. It looks <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the Brazil nuts marching upwards. This is obviously what a, a CT looks like. What? You just got a small piece of it here, but like, see on the left, the peanuts are on the top? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and now the Brazil nuts are on the top. Cool. 70 cycles, 70 shakes, and the Brazil nuts are going to get there. That's all it takes. The way it goes. There's a lot of science in action here, but isn't it interesting how something can exist and you may notice it, but not think much about it? Well, I, and I then thought, there's a scientific reason for why it's the case. I thought what you were going to say was they don't get eaten but <laughs> the brazil nut effect is that no one eats them are you not a big brazil nut guy no it's a lot of nut <laughs> <laughs> yeah that ratio does seem odd it doesn't look like there's enough smaller nuts on the left yeah uh in their in their study but what i'm getting at is like everyday things that maybe your whole life you open a mixed nut container and it's been brazil nuts and you never thought wait a second why is that or uh, some people did enough to study it and put a name on it the brazil nut effect but i never thought twice but i just went ahead and, and ate my mixed nuts you know what i'm saying yeah oh willie do has a nut allergy Jeez, i didn't even think yeah, about that I, in his I story know. i oh my god that's a weird twist i totally forgot in that moment yeah the Brazil nut is known to most people as the largest nut in a can of mixed party nuts. Other than that, most people know little about it. It comes from an Amazon, an Amazonian rainforest tree by the same name. How does it Oh, taste? and it is really a seed, not a nut. Willie do? Yeah. Can you have seeds or no? Mm. I can eat seeds. You can, maybe yeah, you can maybe have I'll a Brazil nut. I don't know. You can experience the Brazil nut effect yourself. No, you can't because you can't buy the mixed nuts. The residue uh, would screw you up. Yeah. You can have a Brazil nut and that's it. Well, no, I, can, I can buy it separately, can I? I guess. Mm. You know? But you won't experience the Brazil nut effect sure. if you do such a thing. Yeah. Uh, let me ask, ask you then, Vin, since Will is not a customer, have you ever purchased mixed nuts or, or, or experienced mixed nuts? Uh... I'll I'd usually just get a either a pistachio or a cashew. So you avoid the mixed nuts. Yeah. All right. Even on an airplane. No, no. Oh, everything on an airplane is getting eaten. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything. Oh. I need to get, do as many activities as possible. <laughs> 
<laughs> you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Everything on an airplane is getting eaten. It's quotable. All right. If you do this thing, it may almost double your Parkinson's risk. Study shows. This thing may double your Parkinson's risk. Uh, it's not really a thing that you do. I kind of phrased that weirdly. Uh, there's a new study here suggesting that if you have a personality trait known as neuroticism, it can make mm. you more susceptible to Parkinson's disease. Mm. Uh, if you're, yeah, if, if you're being neurotic. Now, I don't know. Every time you hear something like this, you're wondering which came first. Like, were neurotic people or people who had a tendency towards neuroticism already having mental, uh, like, could whatever it is that makes a person neurotic also contribute to this? Or is the neuroticism itself? It's like chicken and the egg. New study published in the Journal of Movement Disorders. Researchers from the Florida State University College of Medicine analyzed data collected by the UK Biobank, which recruited half a million people aged 40 to 69 from the mid to late 90s. They followed them for 12 years and found that people who scored in the top quartile of neuroticism had more than 80% greater risk of Parkinson's compared to those who scored lower. Anxiety and depression are comorbid with Parkinson's disease. Many people with Parkinson's tend to be anxious or tend to get depressed. Part of that could be due to the disease and how it alters the brain and can have an influence on emotions. Part could be a psychological reaction of having the diagnosis. So see, that's the thing, which comes first. Neuroticism is defined as the trait disposition to experience negative effects, including anger, anxiety, self-consciousness, irritability, emotional instability, and depression. People with this uh, neuroticism respond poorly to environmental stress, interpret ordinary situations as threatening, and can experience minor frustrations as hopelessly overwhelming. Uh, I mean, look, here's my thing on this. If... You really got nothing to lose. If the correlation there is something that started a lot earlier and the same thing that made you have that particular trait will eventually lead you towards this disease. Um, well, right now, is it? Is I it? Mean, well, yeah. What, the the, the well, stats on people that right now that would be suffering from or, or being neurotic i mean there's a, yeah so it uh, what, what i'm trying to say is what why why not work on that regardless whether uh it was gonna happen anyways or not why not be on the good side of that bet in other words tackle it head on more reason than ever to uh, work towards eliminating positive thinking. Doing whatever you can. <laughs> doing whatever you can. Yeah, but yeah, but to you be get optimistic. A, you get addicted, though, I think, to uh, despair like this in a way. It, it, I mean, it's difficult nowadays. It's everything so depressing to, uh, you really, I think you have to work hard at, yes. at, at staying away from this. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, 
that what better reason than well, yeah, it yeah, may yeah, lead yeah, you to this yeah. super if 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 you're indulging in the Unless negativity your lifestyle that you know makes it more difficult for you to well, get for away sure. from this but well for sure that's another uh component i think environment matters a lot and life circumstance matters a lot and not every time that a person is having these particular traits not every time is every aspect of it under their control absolutely so then it comes into how can this environment be modified hopefully if possible in order to avoid it i guess what this is is i'm just saying you can twist this into some type of motivation yeah to to not let this linger too long because there could be a lasting effect Mm-hmm. And there could be a physiological effect long term. I mean, people, you hear people saying the consequence of stress ends up in your body in some way, in many cases. There's nobody saying, hey, uh, constant stress or depression is going to be good for you. So when you see some evidence like this, it's just a little bit more motivation, a little bit more push to potentially modify the things in your life that could be contributing to such a thing. Yeah, for sure. But I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I mean, everybody's situations are different, mm-hmm. but it is it is an interesting finding nonetheless. I think on some level, many people have a suspicion that their general disposition may have physical consequences mm. at some point. I know I do. I have like a subconscious thing. If I remain in a particular state of mind, that probably not going to be good long term. Mm-hmm. But... Like I said, everybody's different. Everybody's got different challenges, but uh, good luck to all of you. Uh, oh, by the way, thank you very much for Vin joining today. A round of applause. Uh, maybe give him a thumbs up or just let him know in the comments because this was a very, very big deal for him. He, um, he's he been talking about doing this for a really long time. <laughs> and, I mean, he was texting me, uh, you know, for weeks in advance. I'm going to come uh, by on this day, uh, get the chair ready. I got a lot to say. The people need what I have is basically the way he phrased it. And so now you have what he has and you can let him know if you want to see him back in that chair. Uh Got anything you want to say there, Vin? Eh. To the people out there. Mm. Just before we go. You get the last word. Not really. 